Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. It's just a bunch of retweets of like transfer news and Arsenal things. Somebody that doesn't do that kind of stuff. He just gets drunk on Saturdays and trolls you. That's my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I am so happy, again, to talk on air, but I feel like we've seen a lot of each other through March. Though we've been strangers to the podcasting world, we have not been strangers as friends. So it's good to talk to you guys on record, but we've had a good little month. It's been fun. March. March. We we had a nice little March, huh? So, well, as friends, as, as friends. sports fans, kind of sucked. I More mean, for some than others. Yeah. And I'll just leave that at that. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um speaking of that, uh Seth's <laughs> here. Producer Seth, you can block him on Twitter. It's at say top five, S E T A H five. Although you might want to undo that block. I'm not sure. So Seth was in my basement. I had a decent amount of people over for the Purdue. Uh, Public Fairley, shaming. Fairway Dickinson. That's who it was. Uh, game. I was not trying to be a jack right there. I was just being dead serious. Um, he was uh, surprisingly calm as everybody except for one person was kind of just semi feel bad cheering for Purdue to try, to try to make some sort of comeback. Uh, you might want to unblock him so you can go back through some of his tweets. Although right now he's somehow they've, after losing to a 16 seed, somehow they have gained momentum by getting their giant that they couldn't get the ball to named as national player of the year. So um, maybe just keep him blocked. And as I said, it's say top five, S E T A H five, but that's enough basketball talk for now. Seth, what's up real, real quick, real quick, real quick, Seth. Um, was I friend blocked when I called you guys immediately after the game? No, no, no. So like, okay. Much nicer than I am with, when you're a victim of repeated trauma, you kind of <laughs> just go into the space where you're like, I've been here before. Just like how I assume winners get when they just expect to win. They wake up pissing excellence. They roll out of bed and just know that they're going to dominate. Um, I have the exact opposite feeling when I wake up most mornings, I have that pit in my stomach that I'm just going to fucking lose and everything's going to be miserable. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how I roll most days. So there was like a weird comfort in what I experienced and having the public shame of being one out of 12 people there being the lone Purdue fan, the other Purdue fan had absconded as his dog passed away. Like it couldn't have gotten any worse. Um, so I don't know 
how to contextualize it any more than that. All I can tell you is we've lost. Of all the 16 seeds who have lost, we've lost by the least amount of points. And I also predicted this Wednesday when I was watching the FDU game, I said, this is a nightmare matchup. We are screwed. My prediction was that we lost 42 to 39. And when the goddamn big guy doesn't get a shot attempt with nine minutes left in the game, that's a problem. It was it wasn't the problem six of twenty nine or something? No more basketball. No more basketball. Okay. Sorry. No All more right. basketball. No, it's not awful, Brandon. As he types into the chat, that was maybe the best thing that's ever happened on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's my first F bomb. I'm, I'm that was not quick, sorry. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, I'll put a warning in the Twitter or something. Um, yeah fantastic we're not going to touch anymore on that especially maybe the dog part um yeah let's get right into it so hey we're here you know after taking a little bit of a leave of absence due to um i mean like no content happening um as well as march madness we're back you know march madness is not over but we are um we're here to talk a little bit of spring football we just threw together some questions or i did i guess for these two dumb dumbs just to see what they think um, on some of the spring stuff that's going on and, and kind of some of the stuff about the up, upcoming season. Um, and then we will um, spend your money for you and basically provide a trash can and allow you to just throw it directly into um, as we predict the final four and the eventual national champion. So we'll do that at the end. Um, as we said, no more basketball talk, but just at the end. Uh, and then we'll do the normal stuff in between. So let's get started. Have you guys watched any of the preseason spring ball highlights that we put up? Uh, IU football puts up on their social media. Of course. Right. Um, March has been very bad for those Sunday reminders. Your screen time is up a bazillion percent um, because again, you know, when you're just at, at home or at someone's house, you're mostly just on your phone. Um, so yeah, no, I've watched it and it's uh they're hype videos. I mean, they're they're literally hype videos. Yeah. Um, which I would be last time we were on this podcast, we wanted that. Um, I still wish we would see more, but yeah, it's it's all been fun. Anybody catch your eye in that? I know Seth isn't watching, but anybody catch your eye? I know we kind of chatted, or I did to myself in our group chat, um, about yesterday's video or the day before's video that was released. Anybody catching your eye on any of those highlights? Anybody standing out? Anybody that was it? Like, was it EJ Williams that had the toe tap touchdown back was, in the uh, end zone? Yeah, I think the like the first one or the first or second video that they released, he had one yeah. of those. On the most recent one, for me at least, uh Donovan McCauley, he just looks huge. Like he just looks big. And now I don't know if that's again their highlights. It is what it is. Highlights are literally like the best things that happen in a stretch of time. So um, they're not going to show any of the super bad parts. Um, you know, if you haven't seen it, I think I think it was day six or seven or whatever it was just posted the other day. So check it out. Um, Seth, anything you want to add? Have you seen any of those? No, not at all. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm all in draft <laughs> mode, baby. <laughs> We're trading out a nine, too. We're going to keep moving. Woo. Okay. That's and we being the Bears. Uh, he is the only Bears fan on the podcast. He's also a Colts fan just for monetary reasons um, and for his sanity. Um, season ticket renewal was, uh, no, it's in two days, Brandon. Yes, we're done. We're done. 
right? So yeah. listeners, are you done? If not, call your ticket office. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I think it's 1-800-IU-SPORTS. Um, if you call them, they are super nice people, super helpful. Um, I actually had to call to get mine done because I had to change a couple things. But hey, You were um, trying to do it on your phone while watching March Madness. Like, this, this is a bad idea. Sports explosion, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to change a couple things and piece of cake. So, And if you're not changing anything, also super piece of cake. Do it online. Usually do it every year online. Um, super easy. Just get it done. Get it done. Um, cool. And uh, spring game is, I think it was officially announced um today maybe uh for 4 15 that's april 15th uh, i think it's 11 a.m start tons of stuff to do with kids um is that little five weekend it usually is it usually i haven't looked it up to see if it is but it usually is I'm, on little five I'm weekend almost positive that's little five weekend i can well if our producer wasn't literally dancing and standing up while we're talking he could have looked that up for us just um as a reference so now he picks up his phone while he's on a computer could use a computer decides not to use a computer using his phone um so yeah fans are having a rough march do you have any interest in going i will be in monterey at monterey laguna seca racetrack so you're doing a little bike thing, are you? Um, yeah. So I will not even be in the same zip code on 415. Gotcha. So I usually don't. So I've been to one spring. Go ahead. Little five is the 22nd. Okay. Oh, so we weekend. can. Uh, yeah. So they usually do it like on or right around um, little five. But I've been to one and I went uh, before I had kids and I, I, I don't like it. I didn't like it very much, but it was a Kevin Wilson spring practice. I've never seen a Tom Allen spring practice. Um, I might take my kids down, man, because I've heard the kids have a good time. Uh, while we're talking about it, it's been two years, right, since we've had one, like for open for the public, I want to say. Last year, there was the whole secrecy thing where we didn't want anybody to see anything. Um, and I feel like that was two years straight and then maybe COVID somewhere in there, uh, as well. Do you like them? Have you ever been to one? I've never been to a spring game. No, I live, I live North of the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> Have you ever watched one? Cause they do show them on big 10 network. Have you ever no. watched them? No, no, I mean, it's normally, you probably have to edit this out. Uh, it's normally an Ohio state jerk fest. Um, yeah, true. I'm not editing that out. No. So here on Big Ten today, watch 45 minutes of Ohio State's spring practice and then practicing against each other. Look 15 at how good minutes they are. of all 13 teams. Like, I don't need to consume that. Okay. Um, I, I go to my sources, which is you or Peaks or Twitter. Um, which which my timeline and our chats don't include Ohio State getting shoved down my throat. So yeah, and every other possible orifice it could be shoved into. Um, so children's program, children's program. That's it. It was wiped away on during Seth's uh, little monologue at the beginning there. Um, so the only reason I think it's fairly intriguing 
this year is because this, this it'll be year the, is the year. Yeah, it'll be to go. It'll be nice, I think, to see. Now it depends on what they do. Um, it's not always a scrimmage. You don't always get a scrimmage. Um, you know, sometimes you just get weird games, seven on sevens, you get um some other stuff. If they go full on scrimmage, I think it'll be nice to watch. It'll see you see some of the new faces that are in town for the spring game. Um, you'll see the new quarterback. Hopefully, you'll see all that cool stuff. But um, okay, just a few more questions. That's it. We're kind of flying through some of this stuff. Uh this is interesting. An interesting question. It's a great question. Who has the biggest or hardest? And it's and I want you to kind of curve, you know, judge this on a curve because obviously there's more players on the field in, in one sport than the other. But which one? has the biggest or hardest rebuild for the upcoming season. Are you football or are you basketball? Oh, it's 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 football. It's okay. without a doubt. It's without a doubt football because they're missing the most important the biggest question mark is at the biggest position of need. In basketball, you have your point guard. You have Xavier Johnson um who will be a top third of the league point guard um if he comes back healthy. Right, you have no idea what you're getting in in, and we'll talk about it more um, in in the quarterbacks. So uh, it's definitely football, um, and you also have a coach on the hot seat, which always adds adds pressure um, to to a season. So uh, yeah, it's a great question because everyone's freaking out about IU basketball. Oh, we have like four players and this the roof is burning down. Um, but again, I think basketball has a locked in coach locked in point guard. Um, football has a coach on the hot seat with, we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. So, so in general, some people may be shouting at whatever, whatever listening device that they're using to listen to us. Um, thank you by the way for listening, but, in general, a lot of people are going to be like, dude, this is the dumbest question I've ever heard in my life. Like, Obviously, basketball has got to be easy. But the reason I asked this question is because I was freaking out a little bit, kind of like what Brandon was talking about today. Um, to when we kind of sit down and you think about the fact that when you look at the starting lineup, let's just say in the middle of when was when was Xavier healthy? Let's just say the middle of December, right? Um, you have a point guard that's still on the team. You have a shooting guard that's still on the team, but you do not have the three, four and five and the five being a first consensus, first team, all American gone. And maybe, well, what, one of the top, what did, he, what did he finish in scoring fourth, fifth, the best shot blocker in the history of the program. One of the best rebounders scoring in the history of the program. Third rebounding third blocks one. Yeah. That's gone. And that, that has been here for a thousand years and he's gone for the first time in a very long time. And so you have to try to fill that to get back to what was starting to build towards what we used to call like a normal, fairly normal basketball season. Um, and so that's where I thought it, maybe it would be really hard because we're sitting here even pregame. What we spent 10 minutes sitting here looking at transfers, trying to figure out who were options that would fit and, you know, is there shooting coming? Is there a big guy that can fill the spot? Is there this, this, and this, and this? 
But that's the only reason I ask. But Brandon, your point's 100%, 100% spot on. So here's the second part of that question. And which one is easier in general to fix with the new rules in college sports? You would think basketball, right? But if you like, look at Michigan State and from 2020 to 2021. You bring in 19 transfers. All of a sudden, you're, what did they, did they go to a New Year's Day? New Year's Day Bowl, or were they in the college football playoff in 21? No, not college football. They were definitely, they were Big Ten East champions, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's that easy, maybe, or maybe it was just pure luck now, uh, to now fix what's it in football. Easier is oh, a blanket term that I don't love, but I think what's the most important position? In football or basketball, it's quarterback. If yeah. you can get a transfer quarterback, you're back. There isn't an a high end transfer quarterback. If you're transferring in basketball, that means you aren't good enough to go to the NBA. That's not true in football. You have to play three years of football so you can be a Joe Burrow. LSU was dead. LSU mm-hmm. was dead, 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 dead. Yep. They get Joe Burrow and win a national championship. Yeah, because right. they already had a foundation. Those two wide receivers on the outside. Yeah, and then you have so, Joey, Joe Burrow coming in. So I, easy. I can't even think of the word. You can go from ranked to national champion in football if you land the right quarterback. If you land the right big man in, in NCAA basketball, it's no guarantee you're winning a national championship. Um, so that the first question, very easy to answer. The second one, oh, I can argue with myself for hours. Yeah. You would think that it would be basketball just simply based off the numbers. I mean, the amount of people you have on your entire roster, basically the amount of people that are on the field for your offense or defense at the same time. Yeah, but look, look, even before the transfer portal, Auburn was dead. They get transfer Cam Newton, national yeah, champion. National champion. Overnight. Ha- I can't think of that happening in college basketball. So if I can't okay. think of, I can't, th- like, I could probably sit here and think of other examples of teams getting quarterbacks, either college football playoff or national championship. I can't sit here in basketball and be like, oh, well, this guy transferred in and then they won a national championship. If Nigel Pack comes out of you, this year, if they if he was on IU's team, yeah, this year, Aaron Final Pascal Four national champion transferred right? from Fordham to Villanova, and he was on I think one or two of Villanova's championship. Who, teams. Which one? I'm sorry, yeah, but they had Jalen Brunson. I, they had a bunch of people who he was a key. He was a key. Com- they had Eric Spielman. Pascal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he he was an important player, but he Di Vincenzo, yeah, yeah, a bunch of guys. Archie Diacono, Archie, right? Yeah. It wasn't because of Pascal. It's a good. It's a thank you, Seth, for bringing that up. He was definitely a part of it. And if you look at this year's Final Four teams, littered with transfers, but it isn't like, you know, Zach Eady, Trace Jackson Davis, Jalen Wilson. Nigel like, Pack is a huge transfer, right? Wasn't I mean, he he's like still, Big 12 player? Isn't of the year he the third like, or fourth best player on the team? Well, on Miami's Isaiah team Wong up? is technically ACC Wong's player of the best year. Player, then Brandon, Miller, not Brandon Miller, James Miller, James, yeah, name? and then that Ormeg, Omir, 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 yeah, Omir. and Nicaragua. then probably Pack. Yeah. So, 
interesting stat by the way uh miller first player in 20 since christian later i think to hit all of his shots to score over 25 points or whatever it was all of his shots from the field and free throws mr perfect like eight for eight from the field and nine for nine from the charity yeah yeah he had a great game Heard a good interview with him. Wait, that's a great question, Greg. I'm I'm definitely stealing this question and putting it in all my other group chats. Um, because again, yeah, it seems like basketball is a slam dunk, but I think I think adding a transfer guy can complement your team. I think adding a quarterback can win you a national championship. I'm gonna skip the next question. I don't I don't want to do that one. I don't want to do it yet. That was like the first one I wrote down. I think it's it's too early for that. I'd I'd agree with that. The next question ties into what we just talked about. So, you know, we're coming up on the end of the tournament. When we when the college football playoff goes to 12. Do you think it'll touch what we're seeing right now? Where there's not a there's not a one seed in the final four. There's not a two seed in the final four. Three seed. There's not a three seed. Uh in so the final I don't four. think there will be the madness, but I think it will be a ratings a bonanza. I'm gonna pull up the rankings from 2022. Hey, keep talking. Go ahead. So yeah, I just don't I just don't think there's the parody in college football that there is in college basketball. Um Maybe, maybe it'll eventually will be, but it's it's just not right now. Um, but I do think expanding it, especially if they do it like um division two, where you know you have like the five play to twelve, yeah, and you you get it down from twelve to eight teams, and a twelve beats a five or an eleven beats a six. Like I do think those will be very very fun games. No, if a 12, I'm going a 12 beats right a now. five. If a yeah. 12 beats a five and a 12 has to play a one, uh, it's going to be really, really ugly. But, Are you ready? You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the first four play, first four teams advanced last year, Georgia, TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, and you do 5-12, like whatever. 5-12, Brandon, Alabama, USC. Oh, my God. 6-11, Tennessee, Florida State. Great game. 7-10 Penn State, Utah, which we saw. And that was a great have, game. You have Washington, Tulane, 8-9. That's, That's our rad. two favorite teams. I know. Penix in the Penix in the green wave. That that's appointment TV. That is 100%. That game would be incredible. Especially if you did it on like a Saturday Sunday. You know, did did um two games on Saturday and two games on Sunday. It would be during the NFL season, so that wouldn't work. But even if you did all four games on a Saturday, did like a 12 o'clock, a 3 o'clock, a 6 o'clock, and a 9 o'clock. So let's just let's play this out real, not super far, but even the next round, right? So let's say USC upsets upsets a down Alabama team, right? They would play Georgia. That's a good game. On paper, at least USC Georgia is a good game. And then tell me this isn't going to be an upset. Then you would get, let's say Tennessee beats Florida State. You have Tennessee TCU or Florida State TCU. And based on what we saw, I think Tulane might even be favorite in that game. But 
there's your two knocked out. Michigan's going to have to play somebody tough, Penn State or Utah. And then you've got Ohio State who's got to play Washington or Tulane. I mean, those, I mean, I think it's going to be fun, dude. And, and so, like, I don't feel like there's a, at least I can't remember. Maybe this is just recency bias. We're like the fifth team. I feel like there's always like three good teams. And then you're like, the fourth team really doesn't matter. Yeah. But in this situation, the talking heads would go nuts. Oh, yeah. USC or Clemson get in. USC or Clemson. Like that would all everyone would talk about. Like I feel like there would be a legitimate argument for who gets in verse 12 versus 13. Like that, that seems like a, a daytime talk show dream. I mean, really in the top 25 at the end of the year, there's really only two teams that you could point at and be like, they've got really no shot. I mean, Troy in Fresno State, I would think, against any of the teams in the top 25. I mean, Texas was 25th. I would assume Texas versus Troy, they're heavy favorite. Texas versus Fresno State, heavy favorite, double-digit favorite probably. So, like, I, as long as there's some sort of, and we all know that there's no real parity in college football, but if there's some sort of parity like what we had last year, I mean, so could scroll down a little bit more. Look at this. So the AP put USC at 12, but the coaches poll put Clemson at 12. Yeah. See, I'm looking at the college football playoff rankings. Oh, I guess I'm looking at the AP. Never mind. You're right. I'm looking at AP. So, but, you know, but if you look at, yeah, everyone look put Ohio ranking. State. Sorry. Every, everyone put Ohio State over Alabama, and it's not even close, right? Like, I don't feel like there's that battle between four and five we're, as much as that battle between. Oh, we were so dumb, dude. It. We're so dumb. It would be Alabama, Washington. 5-12. And then you would have Clemson. They got Clemson at 7, dude. College football playoff. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's. It, I think it'll be fun. Will we get an FAU in the Final Four? No. I mean, unless it's... Just Seth is shaking his head. I don't... I don't know, No, we, we'll never. We'll never the, look at the, look at UCF. You tell me UCF couldn't have beat Michigan or or eh, maybe not Ohio State. No, they couldn't Ohio. have beat Michigan or TCU. You don't think so? That team, the undefeated, the the national champions. Who was the quarterback on that team? He transferred remember. to Florida State. He's one very McKenzie. McKenzie. Yeah, that sounds right, dude. It's gonna be fun. Whatever. It's it gonna is, be a lot of fun. fun. It's gonna be a ton of fun. All right. Um. You know what? Since we've been off for a while, I'm not going to bore people with with Monon Track Club. Just check out their website. It's going to be attached on the on the thing. Elio, come on, it's running season. The weather's getting nice. It's out. fine. Well, then tell them to pay us. How about that? Elio ten guys. <laughs> then I'll read it. All right, Brando's Randos. Cool. So, um, because you, if you live in the greater Indianapolis area. And you still listen to the radio when you're not listening to us. Oh, Everyone's talking Poor about you. the Colts, the Colts and the quarterback situation. So my question is actually to Seth, since I know he'll actually give an unbiased answer. I'll give an unbiased answer, too. Go ahead, though. Seth can start. Better quarterback situation week one, the Indianapolis Colts or the Indiana Hoosiers? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my answer. 
It's the IU Hoosiers. It's the IU Hoosiers. Thank you. Because here's here's the answer is because you have a potential four year starter staring you dead in the face if he is able to take the reins and you have something to get excited about. Yeah. And we got Bragg here, who I don't know if he's willing to admit it or not, but is clinging to some, you know, sexual fantasy of Lamar Jackson coming to Indianapolis as some, you know, like a fever dream. Can I oh, can I say shit. what I want to not say, ha- It's not happening. Best case scenario, you get Will left. No, just kidding. Um, you know, you maybe CJ. I, I don't know who. You, I Best think you get. The, I think you Stroud. get the worst. I think you get the worst of the top three. Yes. Um, and I, I think, think if you so. end up with Rob, uh, oh my goodness, Will Anthony, Levis, uh, Anthony, well, Will Anthony Levis Richardson, is, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis are going to be a nightmare. If you, you end up with either one of those two, do not get excited. Shut your mouth. Oh. It's not cool. It's all. It's he's more Jamarcus. Uh, no, why he's more Jamarcus Russell. Russell than he is Cam Newton. So okay, so that's, that's not all I who I was going to say. What I would have said was. Nobody thought Lamar Jackson could be a quarterback in the NBA, or in the NFL. Nobody that, thought he. No, had, yes, they listen, did. Listen, not to the point. He's an MVP, dog. Not to the point. People thought that. No, not MVP caliber for a fact. And his numbers out of college throwing the football were not any good either, right? So listen. I, I'm done on Will Levis. And and this is probably gonna this I hope I hopefully, hopefully this comes back to haunt me at some point. I hope to God we don't draft that guy. No, thank you. I saw enough of him in the two or three snaps he took against IU when he played for Penn State. That He's dude Jake is Locker. No good. By the way. Yes. What? Will Levis is Jake Locker. Yeah, yeah. No, That's thank it. You. Thank you. No, thank you. But with at least now, if we get the worst of the worst situation, it's down to him. Or Richardson, at least with Richardson, you have athleticism and some sort of wild card potential of something, like maybe hitting the jackpot. But no, Seth was right. I my all of my baskets right now are in the wishful thinking of, hey, maybe Chris Ballard will wake the f up and throw a couple draft picks to Baltimore and pay Lamar Jackson chances of that happening are not very good. So to answer the question right now, until CJ Stroud falls into our lap, IU has the better quarterback situation. Perfect. I love, I, I love that. Cause it also got me excited about IU's. I love Anthony Richardson, by the way, I just, the thought that the excitement of him with a, with a competent coach, in a competent scheme, I maybe, just maybe, you never know. So we'll we'll definitely have another podcast before the draft. Um, but like Seth, I love the draft. The draft is a for me something I get excited about. I read a bazillion mock drafts. I'm all all over it. Um, if you haven't, do it. It's addicting. But, but what would be I use? Like they flash down on the bottom of the screen and needs what would be i use draft needs for the 20 for the for the rest of this transfer portal and what position would they ultimately choose with their first round pick can i can i slightly alter the question sure let's go based off of big 10 rankings from last year i you would be 
picking third in the draft okay. behind Rutgers and behind Northwestern, which both, both are going quarterback, quarterback. We're not desperately going to need a quarterback. <laughs> We're not going quarterback. Seth, what are they? What are they drafting? What are we drafting? God, there's so many holes. Will Anderson, Will Anderson Jr. I mean, if Jalen Carter's situation hadn't happened, I'm I'm with I'm with uh, I'm with Bragg. You gotta go D end. You gotta go the best. You could go O tackle though, right? You could go the D from Northwestern. You either go quarterback or quarterback killer. Okay. So yeah, you go Anderson. So can we take a little side turn here? Yeah. And talk about what is going on with college sports and the crimes off the field slash court. This is that's pretty effing serious. What is going on with it? With what was his name again? Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. And he's just allowed to skate. Right. He's done. Right. The court thing's been done. Like everything's been done and he's good. Weird. That's that's as, as far down that road as we. I think do. Brandon Miller got exonerated. Like like everything dropped too. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, wrong place, wrong time, right? According to Nate Oates. Whatever, Nate Jack. <sighs> Wait, did you guys hear? First off, did you hear what Nick Saban said? Yeah, loved it, dude. Yeah. Straight up, I've never liked like, Nick nope. Saban, but I, yeah, I, I loved that. He said there is no something about if you guys that haven't seen it, just look it up, like. Nick Saban suspended one of a like a really good player for basically the same thing that Nate Oates said. He he literally said in the press conference, he goes, he doesn't believe in wrong place, wrong time. And it was a direct stab at the basketball program. So um maybe I shouldn't have said stab. Um but <laughs> Seth, uh, how's your sack feeling? What do you got? All right, I got one. Um so I still haven't decided if it's a troll account or not, but big no, game don't boomer. Do this. Don't. He's at it again. It is a troll account. No, hold on. Just let me use my fodder here. It's all right. right. So one of the matchups they had in the 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 release was what was it? Way too early. Way too early bowl predictions. And they had Purdue versus uh Louisville. And of course, I got all emotionally triggered about it and said some stuff I shouldn't say in a group yeah. text. But that's always supported. If you want. No big deal. Um, because... You should try it on Twitter. It's even more fun <laughs> because, because then instead of your friends giving you crap, you're getting the world. So there's like you know there's some animosity there. You know it's not like uh, when Micah Shrewsbury was at Penn State and Purdue played them. Obviously, we wanted to beat him, but you know there's like a little bit of pride there that he's part of the painter tree. Um, where when you get spurned, you want to just beat the living hell out of them. So it got me thinking: is is there an, a revenge game that you would like? I don't want revenge on Auburn or LSU. I could care less. Those losses didn't hurt me in any way. Um, is there a revenge game? that you wish that you could get a bowl matchup against and what's your kind of ideal scenario for revenge. It's so tough because the program's so much better, but I want Rocky top again. Me too. I do. That was the single most devastating sporting event I've ever went to. And I want it. I wish I could say the same. I wish I could say, I was I was gonna say Duke. 
And then I was thinking Utah. I mean, every time we play in a bowl game since, well, really since 2007. Ole, Ole Miss. The Ole Miss game. I would Huddle take Ole Miss back. Huddle was just dead. Like, we, there was no dramatic moment in that. No. Um, but, there. I mean, there kind of was. There kind of was. The blocked field goal where McFadden just stood there after he re- after he recovered the ball. I mean, poor Jack. Immediately Huddle forgot that he was s- the best player on his football team, right? offense or defensively through high school. And it was right? like, oh, ball. Oh, go fall down. Jack Tuttle with a separated shoulder trying to throw the ball out there. Like, it. But no, nothing compares. I want Rocky to that. Top. Rocky no. Top probably kicks our butt now. But man, we gotta be. You gotta be Rocky Top before my life ends. We would. We would one hundred percent destroy Rocky Top right now. Their quarterback is Joe Milton. No, I thought they had a freshman that came. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They've I don't got talk, Joe Milton. They've got Joe Milton throwing oranges a hundred yards. Honestly, where's uh, where's Kevin Wilson at? He just got a head coaching job. Tulsa. Somewhere. Tulsa. Is that right? Ah, schedule Tulsa. Yeah, please. Wait till we fix our defense. He didn't even that he just spurned us. Like he's just a dick. He is a dick. Like although he hates Dan Dockage, so kind of like him. (laughs) It's all in the eyes, my man. Oh my god! Please stop with that. So can we? Yeah, can we just talk about that real quick? How fun that was to watch Zach Eadie publicly own him on Twitter. That was just enjoyable. Anytime anybody owns Dockage, which is really not that hard to do. Um, it's great for me, but so. just so succinctly and like directly, it was just, are great. we not sure that are we a hundred percent sure that Zach Eady's mom doesn't run his Twitter account? We never said, it. we never said she didn't. Okay. So it might've been, I, I have mom. no idea. Okay. Keep Here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. Everybody get out there. Going on. <laughs> She's not what I want and I've never wanted less. <laughs> All right, everybody get out their DraftKings account, deposit <laughs> hundreds of dollars, and then put your money on these bets because we're about ready to predict the final four for you. Um, okay, Seth's going to start. We're all going to do the first game. We're all going to do the second game, and then we're all going to pick our national champion. Okay, Seth, here are the lines. First game we're going to pick. This is courtesy of our friends at DraftKings. Please sponsor us. Um, UConn. Easily the heavy favorite in the entire four that are left. Five and a half point favorites against Miami. Who do you got? All right. So just for the the record, not not straight up. This is against the spread. Five and a half. I'm notoriously a dog shit gambler. When I put my money on, I have been awesome during March Madness. It's scary. Um, I'm taking Miami. And I okay. don't feel great about it. Um, okay. But I've I bet against Miami a couple times earlier in the, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. You took IU, I believe. Against I Miami. did. Um, I had some later bets with Miami money line mid game. Um, but yes, I um, I I will switch streams, no problem. Um, but yes, money line I, plus two ten for. I Miami, will not go money line on Miami, but I do think that they have the ability to keep that to a very close game. Brandon. Oh, what's the over? What's the over under 149 and a half? Ooh, it's a tough one. It's a both, tough one. Both I'd, teams, I'd lean under. Yeah. Both teams, absolute dogs yeah. in against the spread. Miami 22 and 14. 
UConn 25 and 11. Yep. So Vegas has, they've been dominating Vegas. Um, Man, I think UConn is athletic enough at the guard position to match their guards. And I think UConn is just playing better basketball. I don't think Miami has beat a good team yet. Give me UConn to cover and win. Comfortably is the wrong word, but like it's never in doubt. Like the game is going to be between five and 10 points all game. It's going to come down to a free throw fest at the end. UConn wins by eight to 10 points. Who is Miami I, beat that's actually good? I Who is fully Miami agree. beat that's actually good? IU. IU is the best team that they beat. I thought Houston, they played Houston, right? Who looked terrible. Who did not They're look awful. good. Houston looked really bad and totally outplayed. Texas um, went from the best team in the world to the worst team in the world in the second half. Yeah, Texas was, that, that was a weird game. Uh, I'm going UConn. UConn is rolling. Adama Sinago is going to dominate inside. I mean, their biggest player, their biggest star. Now, we just talked about how good. What is his name? Omir. Miami. Omir. How he's good six, he's six, seven been. and a half, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's, no way that's he's six, seven. Shoes. There's that's no in, way he's six, shoes in, with some sort of like risers inside of him. Um, I think I listened to the interview with Jordan Miller this morning. He... He said he was six six. Six six in there. He's just straight up like Ben Wallace. Like Ben Wallace looks huge because of his hair. And he's just dominant inside. I don't I don't think so. I think Sinago just goes to work. Um but I hate Dan Hurley. I love Jim Larenega. Just getting ready to call out the, the I mean, Bobby the, Hurley connection. The the Larenega is gonna own Hurley on the X's and O's. That's a, that's Miami's only chance here. Is Larenega's straight up Hall of Famer? Um, I don't know. Miami has the architect of those senior guards. They got a lot of experience. Don't, don't get know. Brad started on senior guards. I that? know. I was not gonna do it. Dangling um, that because FA, way, unfortunately FAU does not have experienced guard play, and they are the the foul owls are on the prowl. Um, so I'm going to take UConn to win that one. Speaking of FAU, Seth, what do you got? I've been riding San Diego State. I've been screaming it in you, both of your faces since the very first Thursday. I've lost. I've Madness. bet against San Diego State in every game, and they've yep. they've they've cost me some. I've bet Creighton. Trail. I bet Alabama. Yes. I bet poor Creighton. I bet Furman. I of bet Charleston. Charleston. Yeah. I bet. I'm over four. And yeah. you didn't ask me. I'm going over five. I'm betting on the team of destiny. Um, give Bow me, owls on the prowl. Give huh? me wait. The let me pride give you the line. of Eastern Green County. Give me FAU to make it to the national championship. Are you ready for this, Brandon? Plus two, FAU. Yeah, you don't take that. You take the plus one ten money line. Plus one ten yeah. money line over under yeah. Seth one thirty two. Under Ooh. so San Diego State does. Yeah, San Diego State's San Diego, San Diego's the under team. queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's too much. I also too am much going Florida Atlantic money line. Bang bang. Gen- what is his name? John L. Davis from Twenty First Century Charter. Two one nine. Two one nine. Two one nine. He's pretty much from Chicago, man. He, which means you know he's a badass. Okay. He's from he's from Gary. He's yeah. Badass. Yeah. 
<laughs> Give me Trammell and them boys. San Diego State, UConn, national championship. It's wow. going to be a dog fight. Like, it is going to be. First one game, to 60. That game will be, will it would be, would be incredible. Please. Might set basketball back decades. No, it'd be so good. It'd be such Connecticut a good game. by 20 if that's the case. Please. Lord, I'll go over six on San Diego State. Please don't make it a Boca versus uh Coral Coral Gables oh. game. Please don't. Because the last thing anybody wants to do is watch two Miami teams play each other, especially anybody in the area of Miami. They two do teams not with care no fans about any of this. Um great for Atlantic Coast drug dealers, though. You know, uh, shout you out to you yeah. can launder a lot of money during a national championship. Game. God, those, gambling is not legal. So also props to bookies. Yeah, not in, in the state of Florida. Yeah. So, you know, call yes. out those guys. Um, okay, national championship. Let's rattle them off real quick. What do you got, Seth? Who's winning it? I have UConn, regardless yeah. of who it would be against. Brandy? Yeah, uh sadly, sadly I don't see the owls cutting down the nets. The dream dies so close, just like when Butler uh got there. Um unfortunately really, really hard. Uh FAU doesn't have the big men. Um they don't have the athleticism. Um and uh so yeah, I think I think UConn wins it all. Which to my point, UConn five years ago won like eight games. So, yeah. like, we talked about how teams can rebuild. Who was what Kevin Ollie was the coach mm-hmm. there? Like, yeah. Right after much... he won a national championship, they went yeah. to they went bad real. Quick. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's how quick things can change. UConn is going to go from winning eight games to a national championship in less than a half a decade. Huskies win. San Diego State is the first Mountain West conference team to make, I think, the Elite Eight, let alone mm-hmm. the Final Four. They will also be the only and first Mountain West team to ever win a national championship. Give me the Aztecs. Give me Trammell. Give me the big guys. Big number 13. That dude is a monster. Every what single is... person on that dude, on Don't that team is Mensa, Mensa, who's the big shot Mensa, blocker. Yes. Their leading scorer scores like 13 points. It doesn't matter. What, Bradley? They have yeah, like a Bradley, Bradley number a 20. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, Bradley. Wh- what game was it? I was texting you guys or he hadn't even scored all game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then at the yeah. very end in clutch time when they needed him, that's when he started sinking free throws, hit a couple big shots. I would love it, man. I would love to see San Diego State. And guess what? They're not going to out recruit IU. Even if they win a national title, that keeps those people or those recruits on our side. Let's keep them there. UConn Rivia. scares me. Miami scares me. San Diego State, please. Trivia question. Can you name the team in the in a non-power five slash big east school to win a national championship? And okay, so you're considering Villanova Big East. Um they were Big East when they won the national championship. I didn't know this. I had to look this up. The last team to do it? The last non-Power 5 slash Big East team to win a national championship. UNLV. 
Nailed it. 1990 UNLV. Yeah, LJ. Larry Johnson. Who else was on that team? Stacy Ogman. Um, shit, there was uh, Kenny Anderson. Kenny Anderson might have. Are you talking about Phoenix Suns? Kenny Anderson? I believe so. And then uh, before, and then before that, because then that's when UCLA and Kansas and IU go on all their runs. You have to go back to nineteen sixty-six. UTEP. UTEP. Texas oh, Western. UTEP, that's right. Really. And then and then Loyola and then there's actually San Francisco. Then then you actually get a run of non LaSalle. Greg um, Anthony. Seth Greg, Greg Anthony. That's who I met. Not Kenny Anderson. Yep. Greg Anthony. But isn't that crazy? Thirty plus years since yeah. a non Power Five slash Big East has won a net, and and Greg's predicting it because he's a crazy person. I am. A, I just won't. I you guys picked UConn, so I had to. I mean, I think UConn's really going to win it, but I think whoever Miami or UConn beats the other team, I, think I don't. Yeah, I, I think I that's a de facto th- championship. I do think Correct. that if San Diego, I do think San Diego State can beat Miami. I do think so. UConn. I would agree with that. Much tougher, but I do think I think if San Diego State Miami hit each other, yeah, that one's going to be really tough to pick. So, Go all right, house. cool. Well, we'll wrap it up again. Check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast leo. Uh, be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms. Um, it was fun. It was fun. Love you guys, leo, leo, leo. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.